You are now listening to Sir Inks The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kinkers folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. What's good, what's good, what's good? Back with another little topic here. Um, I was thinking about some things and uh, are you... My topic would be, do you know what you're wanted for? Do you know what you're useful for? And a lot of times in BDSM, those things are stated. Like one of the best things I like about the lifestyle is those things are kind of stated. Um, you know, we come to the table with this is what it is. This is the role you'll play. This is what your responsibilities are, so on and so forth. Um, but a lot of people really don't know what they're what they're there for. You know, they're just there, like open, like I'm here. I'm here to do whatever and not really understand what they're getting out of it. You know? When you understand what you're there for, why you're there, why you're useful, then you can fill some 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 holes or seal some cracks in yourself. Because through that situation, you're gaining something. If you're not gaining something, something is wrong. This is an exchange going on here. When a masochist meets a sadist, there's an exchange both are on opposite ends but they come in the middle for this exchange if I'm a sadist and you're not a masochist and I put you on a cross and I start whipping on you and you're just thinking well, I'm here to do whatever he wants I may not like this but if he like it I like it if he like it I love it you can't have that kind of mentality when it comes to relationships when especially BDSM relationships you know you have to know how you're useful what is your love language what is your what is your giving love language right some submissives um, love language is service some submissives uh, language is being bratty, being a baby girl, being the one that wants to pout, being the one that wants to color. So there's just so many different things. And then there's people that have a mix of, of, of a few things, but you should know what you want. You should know what you're needed for. If you're a baby girl, you're seeking out a daddy. He's going to help put you in that perfect place and show you what you're really made for. If you're a slave, you want a master. If you're just a regular submissive, you may want a sir or a master. Or you can have a daddy down as well. There are those that are in the submissive lane and there are those who are in the dominant lane that are more in the middle of all of the characteristics 
and can fill any role that's someone that's very expansive that's someone that's very expensive especially as a dominant to be able to be a dominant to a slave a little a brat and maybe just a regular submissive that's that's quite um complicated and code switching you know and switching of mentality and tactics but again you should know what you're wanted for when you meet a dominant or you meet a submissive you should know what you're wanted for if i meet a submissive and we're talking and she wants more of a daddy dom then i know i'm not I'm not going to be the man for the job. But if I try to play that role, I may fall short. More than likely, I will. And a lot, I'm going to show a lot of um, green, right? And green means, you know, I'm not ripe. I'm, my, my, my game isn't seasoned. Just as well as if, you know, you're a master and you're dealing with a brat. You may not be able to deal with a brat because you really like straight subservient, not talk back, straight up and down, slave type women. Oh, I'm sorry, submissives, period. Male or female. So we all have to understand, what am I here for? How how am I wanted? How am I needed? How how does my best traits transfer in this situation and if you really don't have those answers clear then you might just be in something because that other person's in the lifestyle you're in the lifestyle it's not many of us so let's try it i mean that can work people can adapt people can change people can change methods and tactics i'm not saying they can't but what i'm saying is you should lean into your stronger traits you should go after those who have that space that you can fill. Doesn't matter what end of this slash you're on, sub or dime. The your your significant other, your your partner, your play partner, or your paid dime or paid mistress should be able to bring to you what you need to fill some holes or cracks or, you know, just fill you up, give you what you need, that release, you know, or that, that guide, you know, that, that, that structure or that guidance, whatever it is that you need, you should get, you know, if you're dealing with a, if you're a submissive that needs rules and discipline and guidance, you can't be with someone who's kind of a dominant haphazard that you know less hands-on or less structured in that way that just won't work for you that won't work but you should know what you really bring to the table what are your strengths know those things and say look this these are my strengths and this is my love language know your love language know why you're wanted know why you're there and if you don't you need to get clarity and again, I always speak about agreements. Agreements weed out mild intent. It weeds out wasting time. It weeds out 
fakeness. It weeds out lack of experience. And lack of experience is okay if you're both willing to, you know, go through the growth process together. But if you're a little bit more advanced on the board than your dominant as a submissive, that is a tough route to go because you'll never feel fulfilled for a while. Now, if he turns the corner and turns into what you need, then that's perfect. But a lot of times, and I'm, I don't have a percentage or nothing like this, but just based on what I've what I've heard over the years, not really. It doesn't really go that well. So just take that. Just take that in mind. I'm not saying that you can't find somebody who has less knowledge and less experience than you, and not grow together and have a great relationship. That's fine. That person also has to be receptive to actually learning, not only from you. You cannot be their only source. They have to seek other sources so they have comparable uh, data, knowledge, experience, so that it all adds up and that they know how to go forward managing themselves, managing the situation, managing their emotions. But what do you think? Please leave your comments below. Like and subscribe to the page, please. And until next time. You know how to find me, Sir INQ, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can always email me at sirinq09 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Peace.